Smutton Sensibility is an erotic book club that is not safe for work. Unless you work in a horny business, in which case, crank this shit. Also, all characters described are of the legal age of consent and fully into their sensual adventures. So sit back, relax, and let's consensually do this. I didn't want to hear you crying today. But everything is what it is and you won't stay. Do it. I'm sitting in a closet, so uh, the only thing that's gonna uh, sort of stop us from being able to do this is if my battery dies or if I pass out. Cool. Okay. Well, <laughs> how will we? I yeah, mean, we I know? think. Yeah. Well, I think we'll know about the if you pass out, right? Will we, David? Either because oh, the okay. recording will stop. Okay. All right. And then we'll know. Okay. Hi, everyone. My name is David Laws. I'm Liz McMonagle. That's your name. And this is Smut and Sensibility. It's an erotic book club that we turn into a podcast, that we turn into words that you listen to your ears every time. And we have another guest today. I think I'm loopy. I don't think I'm going to be able to do this entire episode in the closet. You're losing oxygen. Um, Our guest is Jack Corcoran. Hi, Jack. Hi, guys. I am a huge fan of both your podcast and... uh, and apparently uh, literary pornography. So an honor to be here. <laughs> Who isn't? Um, we are talking today about Hocus Pocus. Oh, yes. Now, now, babies, and by babies, I mean Liz and Jack, mm-hmm. but I don't mean babies because they're adults because we're all consenting adults here. Yes. Um, <laughs> I had to, we, we had to dig deep. So Jack said, has anyone done Hocus Pocus? And I said, no, no one's done Hocus Pocus. So I went and I looked for Hocus Pocus. And I filtered everything the way that uh, I usually do. I went to the mature ones, and I listed them by most favorited. And then I went to under 5,000 words, which soon we're going to start bumping up, I think, and start reading longer ones. But the first one in that category, White Light in a Graveyard by Dean's Secret Love, which I'm furious that we're not reading something. (laughs) <laughs> by Dean's secret love. Ooh, oh. Dean's girlfriend <laughs> is pissed. It's, it's not smutty. It's three chapters of romance family and it's like rated M and I don't know why. And then the next one also says in its description, this is rated M just to be safe. Uh, but now we have a new, uh, uh, par- wait, well, what are we talking about? Erotic word that, I, or like a fan fiction word that I don't understand. Uh, there is some lime so you all tell me some lime. What's that mean? If a lime mm-hmm. and it's capital L, mm. it says this is rated and just to be safe, there is some lime. Probably. So you all tell me it's gonna get sour up in here. I don't know. <laughs> I'd like, I'd like <laughs> a tequila. Uh, oh, oh, I found it. Uh, a lime is a fanfic in which characters engage in limited sexual active activity without it being portrayed explicitly. Okay. I, I just want to, because 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 you're prefacing it with this, I just want to say that when I picked Hocus Pocus, it was because of like the, you know, Thora Birch's character visits a graveyard and like a sort of a ghost romance, right? Or Or mm. like, or something to that extent. The story that ended up being picked was so shocking. <laughs> was I mean, so Hocus Pocus shocking. is an overtly it's an overtly sexual 
thing. She, she's got the she one of the witches got her boobs all up in the corset, and they're all talking about virgins, and the bus driver's making raunchy jokes. But all these entries are rated M, just in case. Rated M for eventual happy times. Uh, I was just I, I had to really dig deep. Well, uh, you know, uh, the the one thing that I will say this experience has taught me is. How horny of a movie Hocus Pocus is. It is a horny movie. Did you not did you not realize that initially? I mean, not really. <laughs> like, I just, you know, I but like if you watch that bus driver scene again, they're yeah. They have plans. They have they have uh they have ideas they about have that bus driver. That plan. Once he say he they, they go they go, we want children. He goes, Well, it might take me a few tries or something like that. Oh god. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even think of it that way. <laughs> well, you're not supposed yeah. to because it's a kid's movie, I mean, but we're all adults now and we know. Mm-hmm. We know. Right. We hear it. We know what's up. We know Disney. <laughs> the pizza gate of fucking is it, Disney. Is it a Disney movie? It's a Disney movie. It is a Disney movie. Yeah. Oh, my God. Directed by Kenny Ortega, um, eventual director of High School Musical. <laughs> also sexual Another in nature. Very horny. Super <laughs> sexual. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Like, Thackeray Binks can get it, and so can that okay. Max. Uh, I'm so glad yeah. that you're talking about this because this. I mean, I saw this movie when I was eight in the theaters, but it kind. The thing about the movie is, it's kind of a uh, a cult hit. Like, you'd rent it at Blockbuster years later, and yeah. I remember like feeling things about Thackeray Binks. <laughs> Mm. and max mm-hmm. that i could not mm. quite understand i didn't like quite understand what they were at the time but i wanted some kind of specific attention from from them <laughs> <laughs> i like that as I, I really wanted some specific attention um okay. speaking of specific attention boy, our, oh boy. well oh actually but let's not no let's not yet let's keep let's keep holding on because let's do talk about that so yeah i've seen hocus pocus uh, in my childhood, and definitely at least pieces in my adulthood. Liz, what's your exposure? Oh, good sir. Uh, I watch Hocus Pocus just about every Halloween. Oh. Yeah, same. Like, oh. yeah. It's a gay I, Halloween classic. I love this movie. And that's probably why I watch it every Halloween is because <laughs> I'm hanging out with my posse, who's all wonderful, lovely gay men. So like, yep, I love mm-hmm. Hocus Pocus. See? Say more about that, Jack. Well, I mean, first of all, you have Bette Midler just wearing fake teeth and chewing the scenery with those fake teeth. Then (laughs) you have Sarah, a pre-sex in the city, Sarah Jessica Parker, who at this point was one of the great character actresses. I mean, she was great in First Wives Club. She was great in like Ed TV. This is before she like established herself as like, you know, reigning queen of television you know yeah and then you have kathy and jimmy which if there's a 90s mm. movie without kathy and jimmy in it i don't want to see it it probably tanked <laughs> let's be honest it probably tanked <laughs> wait well, why, does luck charm. A, why does that make it a game movie well, you have game to ask <laughs> i know i was like <laughs> you know how i know you're I'm not gay? <laughs> yeah yeah I mean, I hate it here. I'm going to stay in my closet. Also, like, Bette Midler full on, I put a spell on you is... I mean, that musical number is... It is a gay anthem. Like, it is fantastic. It is. I mean, the the fact that they haven't put, like, a beat under that, like, (laughs) every Halloween in the clubs is is a true tragedy. It is. Oh, maybe they are. Maybe we're all these going on. (laughs) 
Um, but yeah, like I, I love this movie. I, I watch it every Halloween. It's uh, it's I think it's I think it's one of the best Halloween movies, like family Halloween movies ever made. Agreed. Also, Great. let's a, let's ruin it with some smut. Let's. Did you know there's a sequel as well? Just VV quick. There's a sequel. Wait, um, it's what? in development by Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. <sighs> well, Matt Midler has been trying to get that made for years. Thank God. Like. Wow. Oh, Thank God. Please don't Someone do it wrong. Do. Please don't do us wrong. How could they possibly? You know, I mean, that's true. That movie, that movie also was such a like a, a, such a big part of my like psychosexual development. Like it taught me what the word virgin was. Yeah, <laughs> me too, probably. And in such a yeah, negative I, I, connotation, like you, such if you a negative virgin, connotation. You, like if you are a virgin, you fuck up everything, or you save the world. Oh, that's true. Right, like. Oh. The, there's right. only two ways to go. <laughs> like literally this this the half of this movie is just <laughs> the movie going, hey virgin, you're a loser. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, that's, yeah. and then it just the plot develops from it. there. <laughs> so Liz, will you tell us what the title of this week's uh, entry is? One hundred percent. So mm-hmm. we Please have do. uh oh what do you just want the title? I really, at this point, I think I can only handle the title. Great. So, what the three sisters did while waiting to be resurrected. That's a title. Oh, no. My phone's ringing. Why? Oh, Megan. Probably. Megan. Hi, Megan. My wife. It's Megan. <laughs> no, Megan. I hung up on her. She's going to be mad. Um, <gasps> sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> I, I just I panicked. I'm in the closet. It's all sweaty. He's stuck in the closet. I uh, Okay. I okay. I just want to say before we begin, um the first sentence in this story, I I think I lost hours of my life. I think I just blacked don't, out and woke up. Don't, don't get ahead of it. Covered in blood. I don't know. I like I just I lost Liz, Liz, say the title again. I want to make sure I get a clean take of that. And then I will okay. say the little description. And then, Jack, you can jump us into what happens in the story. Okay. Yeah. David, are you texting Megan just to let her know that you're in the midst of podcasting? Uh, fine. Uh, That's what a good husband does. Yeah. She's probably hoping Agreed. that you're, like, in a closet somewhere. And you are. Yeah. He's probably in a closet hyperventilating right now. In the <laughs> interest in the is... interest of truth, you have to leave this into the podcast. You ignoring <laughs> her phone call. Not even ignoring, like aggressively. And then trying to cover like, it up. Like you're like, trying to cover it up. That's my worst nightmare. Like this is my worst nightmare because I picture Greg doing this and then talking about it with all his friends. He's like, no, this is calling. I'm good. <laughs> That's okay. All right, tell us what it's called. Okay, blast. So this story is called What the Three Sisters Did While Waiting to be Resurrected. And it's mm. by Elieig. Elieig. L-E-I-G? Elieig. E-L-L-Y-I-G. I don't know. Oh, L-E-I-G? Maybe. And so our little descriptor here is Winifred, Sarah, and Mary are hanged in 1693 and must wait until a virgin lights the black flame candle to be resurrected. What they do while they wait is another story. Oh, oh, is it? It is truly another story. It also only has one favorite. So the no, oh, it, was also it is published about on, to have uh, four more. Yeah, you're yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it was also published on 420 in 2019 blessed okay so. wow this this story is but a year old 
<laughs> yeah. Um, oh my God. This and, is... and here we are not giving it time to marinate. <laughs> Tell us what happens in what the three sisters did while waiting to be resurrected, Jack. Listen, I'm not going to, I'm not going to go right into the plot because I, and I'm going to try to read this first sentence as neutrally as I can, because it is, <laughs> you know, like, you know, the movie like Bird Box where like people see something so horrifying that they like have to kill themselves. This is the literary like this is an erotic story about Hocus Pocus, and the first sentence is: "This fanfic is dedicated to Janie." Can we say the full name? I mean, sure. I mean, it's in there. It's all right. It, yeah. someone wrote it. To Janie Stam on her thirty-first birthday. This fanfic, and this is an erotic fanfic, is dedicated to Jamie Stam on her thirty-first birthday. That's what got you. What about the next sentence? Oh, congratulations, yeah. my little zit on being a kick-ass artist and friend. This oh, one God. is for you. What is <laughs> what does little, little zit mean? I hate that. I hate, if anyone no, had, I, really calls me a zit, we're not friends it. anymore. I legitimately read that and I was like, oh, I'm all in. Like I was Ew. like, this is going to be no, really? this is gonna be a this is gonna be a brilliant ride, and I can't wait to board it. Because let me tell you. Anyone who refers to their great friend as a kick-ass artist, but also as a little zit in the same sentence, is the type of friend I hope I have one day. Well, but th- I mean, you're if, making an if assumption. Even when I have friends, zit zit could be <laughs> sister, and if this is dedicated to <gasps> someone's sister, <laughs> I will throw myself off the top of my house. No, I think that first of all, that would that would be too much considering the content. But I think I think it, it says friend. I think they're friends. Oh, Jack, you took it to okay. another. I I I take back that, that's, what I said. That's where I went. Oh God, we don't know. Oh, that's we are treading worse. into some taboo territory. <laughs> some would oh, yeah, say for sure. magical territory. Nope. See what I did? No, there? no one would say that. Liz. Okay, guys, this has been so great. Thank you so much. I really love being a guest on. <laughs> On your podcast. <laughs> so essentially, it takes place in the first like 10 minutes of the movie where we're in 1693 and the older, you know, Sanderson sisters are about to be hanged after they sucked the life out of Thackeray, B- Thackeray Binks's sister. Uh, what was her name? Emily. 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 Yeah, because he says it a thousand times. And, Emily. Um, so they knew that the book would allow them to come back to life once a once a uh, virgin lit the black flame candle. And um, now this is where it gets interesting because we are moving into a sort of, um, I want to say like underground theater experimental version of the afterlife. Oh, yeah. Where it's, it, it, it there is nothing even remotely referenced of this in the movie. So this is her, her own, crea- his or her own creation. And um, so they go, while they waited for the virgin. Um, this waiting, okay, it turns out that when waiting for a virgin to light a candle, you wait in a waiting room. Okay? Yeah, this is this is no exit. This is this is very like this is Albie presents Hocus Pocus. The- yeah, exactly. <laughs> this is this is like a true Boonwell film, like of just <laughs> just like it is 20 square feet. Now, I I'm trying to like think of what a 20 square I mean. That is no space at all, right? It it's, is a white... No, it's not, it's not no space, is it? 20, 20 square I mean, feet? 20 by 20? 20, 20, 20, 20, 20? I mean, that's that's well, not a lot of space. 
I have, I have a confession to make. I've, I have just left the closet, so I apologize if the audio sounds a little different, but I can't sit in there anymore, and I'm in a bedroom oh. in this Airbnb nice. where I am right now. And, is it 20 by 20? Yeah, yeah talk it's to us definitely about the smaller than 20 by 20. <laughs> 20 by 20. I mean, think about a 20-foot ceiling. That's big. Well, yeah. height-wise, but I mean, like, if you have to, like, walk up and down a room. Listen, it's not where I want to spend eternity, but. Yeah, if you're, if you're cast to eternity <laughs> of waiting yeah. until a freaking virgin lights a candle, then yes, it's mm-hmm. a very small space to wait. At what point <laughs> do you just give up? I, can Never, you even give up? You can't give up. You're in the waiting room. You can't. They're already dead. Right. But um, okay, so chilling. all the walls are white. The carpet is gray in a maroon with a diamond pattern going diagonal. Inside the waiting mm-hmm. room, there are three chairs, one low coffee table with an issue of Golf Digest, <laughs> a coffee machine in the corner that forever has burnt decaf Folgers, and finally a clock whose time means nothing. This is... <laughs> The this Golf Digest is so specific. Yeah. It's I, that, I gotta give her so points specific. for that. I I I thought I, I thought this was a relatively young writer, and I still think that they're relatively young, but for some reason, like my estimation of them just like started jumping all over the place in that paragraph specifically. <laughs> but that being said, congratulations, my little zit connotates a younger person <laughs> who is turning 31. <sighs> Oh my yes. god, what a good what a good Hardy Boys clue you just did. <laughs> this is where we like hack this and like track this person down, right? Like I we hunt we, try to, we, we try to let them come to us, but nobody has so far. I've started emailing authors and none of them respond. <laughs> That's because I think we're we're faking it. We're like <laughs> just creepy. We should send them our headshots. I'm afraid that they think that we're like gonna be mean, and I really, really don't want to. I really, really, really want to talk to someone about their fan fiction. I, I, this is anyway, to go on. Tell, tell us, tell us more. We haven't even gotten to it. Okay. Yet. So, okay. So, there. First of all, the Golf Digest is there, which we have to discuss in in, in just a, a real pointed detail because that is a there's a that is a lot of connotations. Um. Okay. So, for the first five or six years, the sisters plotted. Dreaming of scenarios that involve virgins and escape. The next 50 years, the sisters fought tooth and nail, almost killing each other. And which, around how does that happen years, if they're already dead? Which, how does that happen if they're already dead? Can they die in which the waiting room? Can they? Do they require sustenance? Do they know how to use a coffee machine? <laughs> they spend most of their days ch- changing uncomfortable positions to sleep in the waiting room chairs. Around oh. year 200, things got weird. Sure did. Sure did. Well, Which, how did they get weird? What happened? Oh God, I'm responsible for this content. Um, you don't have oh, to yeah. read it line for line like you are, but okay. I was hoping you'd it's, just tell us what happens. It's not a long story. Um, it, it is very short. It's very short, but it, you know, okay. So apparently, Winifred now, and I, <laughs> which is as we remember, Bette Midler in very <laughs> dramatic fake teeth is having a really raunchy sex dream about the zombie. Billy Butcher, right? Who uh, in the Butcher's movie been. she oh. she was his lover, and then she killed him and sewed his lips shut so yeah. he could keep her secrets even in death. And then so she has a really steamy sex dream about him. Wakes up and in far few what I would consider I don't want to editorialize right now, but in far few steps comes to the conclusion that she is going to go down on her sister, the uh, Sarah, which is, you know, Sarah Jessica Parker's character. 
mm-hmm. while she is sleeping. Um, uh, they, she, mm-hmm. she does, she does, she does this, and uh, 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 I, I want to say Sarah wakes up and realizes what's happening, and then kind of consents and goes along with it, while Mary wakes up and um, just rubs one out while looking at them uh, in the background. And then they all finish and are have to live with the shame of what they've done for another hundred years. Like, yes. In, implied. That, that is what is implied, yes. I, I You know, who knows? Maybe, maybe they got over it. It's fascinating that it's a prequel. Like, it's meant to inform <laughs> what happens in the actual movie, Hocus Pocus. It's almost <laughs> even like a between quote, right? Because, like... <laughs> Yeah. We we get footage of the 1600s <laughs> in Hocus Pocus. You're so right. So this is do. sort of like yeah. a lost scene. This you know this really <laughs> conjures right up for me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this conjures up for me the like the the waiting room scene in Beetlejuice, uh, yes. where all yeah. the like weird people are waiting. This is this is very that, except obviously, hopefully, a lot more private. The implications about death and about. <laughs> Uh, the morality of these sister is so... They're witches. They're witches who suck the lives out of children. Yeah, but and are, each are, other. Are to serve, to, to, to serve <laughs> and each other. But to serve, like, literally, Satan. This movie <laughs> makes no bones about it. They are Satan worshippers. <laughs> and yeah. they are they, they feel weird about incest? I don't know if those two things go together, but it seems like <laughs> there's more morality that could be explored, like more of a gray area. Yeah, you feel like they their 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 taboos are a little uh, you know looser, more loosely defined than ours. Um, yeah, and, like and they're, yeah, they're murderers. They're, so, they're you know. I like that Mary is uh, able to um, really control herself. She's 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 edging, as the kids say. Um, and, and by kids, I mean adults. Um, <laughs> Thank you. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you're breaking your own rule there, David, are you? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not breaking <laughs> Don't you do it. Don't you do it. Um, I'm going to edit this entire podcast. I'm just going to just gonna put a big, like, sensor bar on the whole thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, like you said, it is short. It's a three, it's like a three-page thing. And, 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 and again, I, maybe I will dig deeper. And maybe when we have Jack on again in the future, we'll find a more erotic uh, one. But you would think... This is really a call to arms more than anything else. Someone write some really horny fan fiction for Hocus Pocus. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is, this is, I mean, these, you can't, no matter what, this person swung for the bleachers. Like they did not, oh, yeah. like you could do, like as far as erotic fan fiction goes, there's a lot of people horny for each other in this movie that like <laughs> they could have written about and they did not. They, yeah, really, where did you, where did you think this was going to go? Ooh, or not I really? Like, where did you think Hocus Pocus fan fiction was gonna go? I I thought it was gonna be like you know Max and what's her name mm-hmm. Allison, Allison would like come back years later and be like you know yep. you never lost your virginity to me and blah blah and then it would be that kind of thing or whatever or it would yep. be like uh like you know like Thora Birch's character visiting the graveyard and like the ghost of Thackeray Binks hopefully who has aged uh into a more appropriate uh physical body uh would then have sex you know and and they I 100 percent thought it was going to be sarah jessica parker's character and i guess that's maybe just because of how i viewed her in my budding adolescence watching this movie but that's well that's she, really does, she, does, she pretty much does a pole dance on that broom while she's singing that song 
She does, yep. dude. Oh yeah, her. Ah, oh, that song about the comet. I can't sing it because of the words. Um, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, but she's 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 up and up on that broom. She's down in that broom. She she's is. exploring every surface in that broom. She's sanding that broom. <laughs> she's sanding that broom. She is <laughs> polishing that broom and resetting that she's, broom. Yeah, she's varnishing. Um, <laughs> what are the what are the themes in this piece? What is, what's this piece about? What's it saying? I mean, it really is like it is a it is a startling like it does leave you with a sort of like chilling idea of like these sisters trapped in this bland like stimulus free room forced then to like reduce to wanton acts with each other um it is it is grim it is a it is a let's, grim story let's remove the uh familial relations just just for argument's sake and let's mm-hmm. even maintain like let's let's make an assumption uh based on their actions in the movie that these characters are are trapped with people uh, of of their opposite preferred sex or of their non-preferred sex how long would it take you trapped in a 20 by 20 by 20 room with a person that was not like for for me it would be with a man and for jackie would be with a woman and for liz it would be for with everybody uh, everybody um how long would it take you to resort to sex not how 200 I, years is my thought. No. Yeah, I was like, how long How long do I wish I would wait? Or how long would I realistically wait? <laughs> I want to know both because I'm hoping that the latter is like, well, we've been in this room for 10 minutes. I guess there's no getting out. <laughs> I, uh, like, like I, if, I, if I got to, to weeks I, I, and like everyone, we, everyone was like, Feeling it, feeling like a good vibe. Uh, you know, I, I don't think I don't think it would take more than a couple of weeks. It depends how many people were in there, right? Like three. How many, is oh it yeah, okay? like, am I there with like my grade school teacher? Like, wh- what is what are the factors here? You know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and even then, you know, even then, I mean, <laughs> then would it do? even be weeks? No. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, we're locked in this room. Wait, have we tried that door that says exit? No, no, no. We're locked no, in this room for Don't try sure. that. It's locked. I, I tried it. I already tried it. Don't try it. <laughs> um yeah, I my mean, clothes are already off. <laughs> <laughs> it is yeah, it is, you know, there are these themes of like she yeah, it's 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 this the it's a primal thing, right? She she it's oh. what I find very interesting is how starkly uh like she's she's really aroused in the dream and then when she comes to it's like it feels like a switch right there's like a like an on and off switch there's like nothing arousing in it what, what's it say about like uh uh oh. Oh, um uh but, 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 but she had been so close to coming but now that she mm-hmm. was awake the chair just felt like a hard pole in a gray waiting room that's such a like stark contrast that i really enjoyed and we've all been there right <laughs> Yeah, of course. Who hasn't? You know what I mean? That's Sometimes the thing. The I don't know that I have. When you Absolutely. wake up from a sexy dream, you're not like still horned up. No. I mean, I, really? Well, oh, I no, totally I am. Maybe this is a are you testosterone I guess thing. For like, oh yeah. No, if I if I awake from a sexy dream, I just I get disappointed if I didn't finish from the dream. Does that make sense? Is that weird? I See, I, I get disappointed. I get disappointed if I did. <laughs> Because <laughs> then it's then it's, then it's like God damn it, and you you know there's mm. laundry involved. Well, I think that's it's what's interesting involved. and what's different about 
men and women, right? Like, or like our bodies and whatever have you. But I think like for me, it's like, oh gosh, darn it. Cause then it's, you know, and then it's weird. Cause then you're like sleeping next to your husband and you're like, okay, should I explain to him what just was going on in my mind? And do we start from there or, or do I just take care of it myself? Right? Like DIY. Mm -hmm. It is what it is. So, the, interesting. Is it? I have a confession to make. This is a this is the the part of the podcast where I have a confession corner. Ooh, I like it. Um, the older mm-hmm. I get, the less interested I am in being woken up for sex. Is that just me? Nope. No, it is a hundred percent everyone. So. Oh, thank We're God. all just getting yeah. real tired. And you know what? <laughs> I I love. Sleeping. I love sleeping. Sleeping is my favorite. Mm-hmm. I'm really good at it. And, and I, do you know how I rare like it. it is? Like, like just to get a good, like a a solid eight hours uninterrupted. Oh. You know what I mean? I guess like that's that's, that's point, worth yeah. its weight in gold. When mm-hmm. my Fitbit tells me that I have an 85 or higher sleep score, let me tell you, I that's feel orgasmic. accomplished. <laughs> I feel I feel accomplished, and I feel like humping a chair, and that's great, and it's good for me. <laughs> that's a extra, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack, what did you find challenging in this piece? Like challenging? Like <laughs> um, I would say I would say like I like no matter what, no matter how far I got into this piece, e- every two seconds the the sentence dedicated to this person on their thirty first birthday kind of kept like <laughs> popping back in my head. You know, so that really that really was like I was like, this is a gift. This is a gift to someone. Sister, ravenous sisters resorting to just almost non-consensual incest. Like, this is a gift to someone. <laughs> do you think this that they birthday. asked for it? Or do you think, do you think Janie Stam is just always talking about like, God, I wish those sisters in Hocus Pocus fucked. <laughs> yeah, she's just using it as an excuse. You know what I mean? Like. Oh, you know what? I, I, I was going to write you a birthday card. The birthday card kind of got long, but and then you know what? It eventually just turned into this. <laughs> she like wrote it on the way to the birthday party because she didn't know what else to get her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this was originally handwritten <laughs> in a Hallmark card. <laughs> what did I find challenging about it? I, can't, I mean, like, other than the obvious, I don't know what there is to be challenged by. What's the obvious, David? The obvious is the is what exactly the phrase that Jack just said the the borderline non consensual incest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the whole piece is challenging, but with like <laughs> I guess the only other thing that's challenging is is again the sort of like existential dread of like of course they're like this explains so much about their behavior in the movie. Yeah, because <laughs> that's yeah. not what you hope happens to them. You hope that like when they're when they're dead and waiting to come back, they're like. You know, just, just atoms floating around. But this is fucking. This well, is dreadful. I mean, I mean, sure. I mean it, some the subtext is that this person watches Hocus Pocus, and on some subtle level senses this kind of relationship between <laughs> between <laughs> Brett Midler, Kathy, and Jimmy, and Sarah Jessica Parker. As they they all like, sat down and discussed their back backstories and like have peppered their performance with this. That's my yeah. thing. Is like is like I almost wish that this weren't or no i, I guess I, I i can't tell if i'm gladder that this is a present or not because a lot of times i am very curious about like where did you come up with this like where did this reside in your head did you write this because like 
this get to you off? Did you write this because you thought this was what other people were going to like? And in this way, I guess that question is answered. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, Liz, did you have any other challenges before we move well, on? I mean, I mean, other than the fact that they're family, but I guess here's what's weird too. I don't think I ever thought about the Sanderson sisters, even though I know it says that they're sisters. I never really pictured them being like actual sisters. I don't that's know. That's a why. great point. And I think that it's because like, of the hair colors. And that's what I'm that's what I'm that's what I'm sticking to is like I don't necessarily think they're biological sisters. So that sisters? helped me. Okay, that's this. an interesting take. Thank you. It's what I They just all have the last name but they, talk, but they talk about mother in the film. Remember? Mother's fatberry oh, pie or something right. like that. And they're like they're like mother mother, mother could be the head of their of their mother. coven or oh, whatever. Right. It could be it could be a like code a, name. Like a drag mother kind of thing. Maybe it's <laughs> sure. Maybe it's like maybe they're just all adopted. And like I'm not saying that that's more excuse. <laughs> I am. I'm saying if if they're not biological sisters, what took you so long? (laughs) It would have taken me one year, let alone two months. Parker was hot in that movie. Come on. (laughs) But like the fact that here's what I love about that is like if we are saying that they are sisters, what do their parents look like? Because in order to have a Bette Midler looking person, a Sarah Jessica Parker looking person, and a Kathy Najimy looking person, that is a, a very amazing, incredible array of shape, sizes, characteristics, whatever. Like, but I guess I still found it challenging because like Sarah Jessica they, Parker is also ni- also 19 years younger than Bette Midler. That's that's quite a gap for sisters. Yeah. Yeah, right. I, so and then I'm, Kathy Najimy's the middle child. Oh, that's nice though. I like that. Oh, anyway, I love all right, that wait, wait, wait. <laughs> She's very oh, much a middle child. Absolutely, she is. God love her. What do we What do we think about? Uh, uh, I I have now moved on to Jack's way of thinking. This is this is L E I G, the author. Who who wrote this? Um, I think it's other than a great friend. I get a feminine vibe from the writing. I, I agree. Do too. There's a lot of attention being placed on the clit. So and like in a yes. good way. Mm-hmm. And so you would you know, also and, and and if I like I think. If we're talking about taste levels, like use the word swollen sparingly, almost never at all. Mm-hmm. You know, like, like, I don't want to think of something swollen. I want ever. you to get it checked if it's swollen. Like if. Yeah. If, if it's swollen, it requires medical attention. Um, I don't know how you're going to feel about this, but I, I have to let you know, this is this author's only story. Yep. It was her. It was the only gift. She decided to write. I think she's French. Is that the front fr- French flag? I think she's French. She's got a little French flag next to her, next to their ID. I also think it's a it's a woman. I assume someone named Ellie. Uh, it's yeah. It, they it, what I think is really interesting is they joined fanfiction.net in July of 2008, and then this didn't come about until 2019? April 2020 wow. 2019. They had the wait. How Holy that's man. wild. Ellie was like. <laughs> I will be a longtime fan, but now I'm going to give you what the world needs. And that is. <laughs> she started this account in 2008 and went, I just don't, I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know what, I don't do you have think, it yet. And then do you think 11 that she's been working late, on this story since 2008? <laughs> I, yes. That's not what I hope. That's, that's exactly what I hope. But she started writing this for her friend when her friend was 20 and for, for Jenny. 
stam at 20. And then Janny, 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 Stammy, Stammy was like, you whatever. know, yeah, yeah. just kept talking about Hocus Pocus. Maybe here's what I, here's like the backstory. I think I think they watch it every year together. Every Halloween, mm-hmm. they watch Hocus Pocus. She's had like a lovely like little lesbian crush on her. And she like Ooh, is so okay. proud of her for being a little kick-ass artist and a best friend and a little zit. Mm. And she just wants to <clears throat> pop it. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I'm, lo- I'm looking, trying to see if that's a French thing, calling her my zit. I don't know. I don't it's see that It's not a French anywhere. thing, David. It's I don't know. Weird, it's a weird thing between, between two weird friends who I love. <laughs> Ugh. I'm going to start calling you my little bit. Please, 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 if you if you value me in any way, shape, or form, please do not. Well, that's um, a lot to ask of me, David. How? All right, let's, let's fucking rate this thing. We're, we're running out of time. Jack, yeah. on a scale of 1 to 10, uh, mm-hmm. 10 being the most erotic and 1 being in, in opposite erotic, anti-erotic, how do you rate this piece? I was not turned on by this piece. At all, like I was, I was mm. genuinely, I, I, yes, I felt, I was turned off by, <laughs> by this. It was the first so, sentence, but, David. He couldn't forget it. Was it. The first sentence, I could not forget that that it was a birthday gift, and so I'm gonna give this, I'm, I'm gonna give this a two. I'm gonna give us a two. Okay. Okay. All right, Liz. I. Is it bad if I say eight? Wow. No, it's, not okay. at all. No judgment. It's not. It's not bad, no well, but also not no judgment. No, no, no. It's not bad, but also I judge you. <laughs> oh, judgment, David. Judgment. You gave it an A. <laughs> you found this. I'm. Uh, you found this very erotic. Here's what. Here's what I will say about this. I found it incre- like lovely and erotic and wunderbar. I also hated that I found it lovely and erotic and wunderbar. I think like I. <laughs> Every single turn, I was like, that's hot. And then I was like, ooh, but they're sisters. Every single time. Right. I was like, oh, yeah, that's hot. Oh, but they're sisters. Oh, I can't find that hot. Oh, but it is. Because I'm also well, like. Sounds like this was a gift to you. It really was. <laughs> Thanks, Janie. <laughs> Honestly, it makes me feel uh, better about my giving it a six. So. Thank uh, oh, God, no. no. <laughs> I can't believe I was the highest at this one. Whoa. You absolutely were. You found this as erotic as the, our, our piece on Wicked. You found this as erotic as oh, man. almost almost as erotic as our piece on Toy Story, which we can both agree was incredibly was erotic. Very erotic. Oh, I have not heard um, oh. oh, Jack, you're going to love it. Yeah, just you wait, Henry Higgins. It is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what about literarily? Could this piece survive as a published story? Um, listen, I was thinking about this actually. Um, it's I think its brevity actually works against it. Like I I mm. like it if this were like expanded to like a two-part 8-hour Angel in America length play <laughs> We're, like <laughs> this this actually might be high art like you know like i don't know but everything feels so rushed and it, so hmm. it, it, it i just don't i just don't the but the jack, frantic energy of it i don't think works it. jack it's been 300 right. years but it's give me a taste of those 300 years sure. give me a taste it's a good point. This is borderline porn without plot in that way. I would have, yeah. I wouldn't have minded a bit more backstory as well. So, what do you give it, Jack? Uh, literarily, I'll give it a solid five. Hmm. 
great. Generous, I think. I give it a three. I think that I, I, I understand that Ellie wrote this, L-E-I-G wrote this as a friend gift. And I think that, that this is probably not L-E-I-G's chosen profession or vocation or even hobby. So I, I don't feel bad giving them a three on this one. I think that it's got room for improvement. Liz? Let's say five. Great. Make me look like a butthead. Um, <laughs> you made me look like a butthead. I didn't make you look like a butthead. I made you look like you got <laughs> turned on by. <laughs> you make me look like a horned toad who was like, yeah, get it, sisters. That's weird. Can I lower my score? <laughs> no, never. Um, Fine. I regret Jack, nothing. What about, what about faithfulness? How How realistic do you think this is to the given source material? I would actually give this the lowest score because Whoa. I believe. Wait, 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 what? Because, I, you know, if, if you've seen this movie as much as I have as a child, you know that Winifred explicitly says that they have spent the last 300 years in hell worshiping the right hand of Satan. Oh, <laughs> like got this, um, maybe maybe so, that's ever. what she means. Oh, a <laughs> they're, they're, they're trying to, they're trying to um, up their hype. Well, we were told we were definitely we were in hell. We were not eating each other out for sure. <laughs> oh my god! You know, actually, maybe like, I, I buy it more as a prequel. <laughs> I might buy this more. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I'll give I'll give it a three. Okay. Okay. Liz, I'm giving it a seven. <laughs> Here's the thing. <laughs> you loved this I, story. Just say it I, out loud. You loved this story. I, I have no shame. I absolutely love this story. I was so excited to talk about this today. I've been talking about it all day, but it was just, it was just what I needed. And I don't know what that was. And I, 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 I'll say no more. It was perfect. Um, I, I give it a six. I think that I could definitely see it existing within the world. Um, just because, mm-hmm. well, because again, like, they're 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 sixteen hundred witches. The the stuff's different, you know. I don't know. It's true. Uh, they don't, yeah, they don't. They're not. Uh, the taboos aren't the same. Yeah. And here's all I could picture was like Kathy and Jimmy's like crooked face that she does for Winifred <laughs> while she comes. <laughs> like that's what I pictured, and it it brought me joy. Oh, you know what? That's what lowers it a little bit for me. I think I could have even gone as high as a seven or an eight if. And again, I think this is just about my like where I was in my perception of the movie as a as a as a growing up. Um, that's what I'm going to start calling think people like underage people when we're referring to them now is as a growing up. That's a um, good idea. When I was a when I was yeah. a growing up watching this, I would have I would have rated this higher if uh, I would have assumed that Sarah Michelle Gellar character. Her, her, oh my God, that's not how I met Sarah Jessica, Sarah Parker, Jessica Parker. Parker. Who was on your mind? <laughs> well, another well, portion of my. Oh my god, the Buffy fanfic must be insane. I was just going to say, hello, we have to do Buffy. Oh, we'll get there. Don't you worry. But I would have thought Sarah would have been initiating this. I don't don't see this as as Winifred behavior. Um, No. That's just me. Because, I mean, like, Sarah's the horny one. Right. Sarah's the horny. Okay, good. I'm glad that's not just me. And also, like, Mary would have smelled it. (laughs) Like, Mary Mary has a super sense of smell. One hundred percent. Oh man! Like they're in a closed room together. I would have not. I would have not doubted for a second that Winifred would be the one to start it. Interesting. And then I don't want to talk about this anymore because 
Sarah would have been going with it. A hundred percent. Jack made this weird. It was it, it wasn't weird. <laughs> uh, I'm right. I'm gonna I'm gonna go back in the closet for a while. Uh any other parting thoughts about this piece? Well, family is everything. Cool, good theme. Good job, good job with the theme, Liz. I love that. Well, yeah, thanks. Family I was so is ready truly for everything. it. Or also, it uh, gives a new meaning to sisters. Tonight we dine. You know. Okay, that's great. <laughs> uh, everyone, my name's David. That's Liz. Jack's been here too. I'm turning it off. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for having me, guys. This was a uh, blast. Uh, oh my god! Doing this. I really. I, 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 I wouldn't have expected any less from you. And <laughs> he, he expected more from me, but you know, <laughs> what can we do? When they, when they do do the sequel, we'll get together again and maybe we'll write our own fan fiction. Oh my God. Please. Well, are you guys, are you guys either in fear or looking forward to like this podcast getting so big that people start writing erotic fan fiction about you two? It's crossed my mind. I won't lie. I, it's it's Has it's a, it? it's an inevitability that I'm prepared for. Oh my god! Good See, luck, that's, everyone. That's how, I guess that's how you know you made it. Looks <laughs> like we made it. Merch, sir. <laughs> oh god. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Right, bye, guys. Hosted on dimlywit.com.